pen. You got the red pen. Yeah, I got. Oh, wait, no, this one's green. Uh, sorry, that, sorry. Hold on. That sends the wrong message. The, yeah, no, I know, I know. We need. Uh, I got. Oh, uh, I got. The, I circled my. I made my notes in red sharpie because I figured that way they'll be bold. Okay, so you need and, the black pen then for yeah. contrast. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Got it. Okay, and legal pad. Mm hmm. Okay, we've got. I. That doesn't look like legal to me. That looks like A4. Are you. Uh, I. Yeah, they were out of legal stuff, so I just I just picked Staples up Staples was had. out of legal. Yeah, yeah, they were. There was there's the lawyer convention happening. Oh no, at the Limbrook Center. So Lollapalooza. I, uh, <laughs> Lollapalooza. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They got they got they got Sotomayor as the, as the oh. guest speaker. So yeah, it's it's a pretty big. They got Sotomayor on the main <laughs> stage, and they got yeah. Kavanaugh over on the side stage, presented by Stella Artois. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's gonna be a fucking blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but as a result, they, they were out of legal pet. Should we should we call him in? Should we call yes, Kavanaugh? No, 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 no. The mayor, the mayor. Okay, because we, 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 we love Kavanaugh. No, I, I I'm aware. Listen, he <laughs> he after, signed after, Kavanaugh signed my legal pad. Unfortunately, I ripped it off and threw it away. But because I needed to do a new page, but he bought me a beer. <laughs> When I said that it, the stage is presented by Stella Artois, I forgot that he likes beer. But yeah, that is TV, one of the main things about that, That's him. one of his main personality traits, as we know. What an asshole. Okay, yeah, we can let him in. Uh, let's just try to be as imposing as possible behind the desk. And <clears throat> Alex, get in here. Enter. Is it true? Is Kavanaugh here? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. um, he's, on, I, he's on the side stage at seven. Okay, then I don't need this baseball bat. <laughs> You're gonna have him sign right. his baseball pet bat. Uh, sure. He was he was a fan of baseball. I think. What's all this? I was about to go in for a, a performance review. Are we doing that together? Yeah. Uh, we need you to sit down and actually we've started recording, so you can uh you can actually uh, yeah yeah. Oh sweet state sweet test yeah. test record, one please. two one two dildo wagons test one two anyway um yeah welcome back to elelr everyone my name is alex Shear. i'm the mayor of limbrook new york and i am curious as hell what sorry son of a bitch is gonna get fired today who are we uh who are we reviewing guys uh we're actually reviewing you hi yeah. i'm mike g this is my uh this is my co-counsel adam rudy yes. and we are here as the uh uh impeachment team actually of uh, of the village of limbrook we are the performance reviewers and therefore likely are going to be managing an impeachment i shouldn't say likely possibly going to be managing possibly, possibly. an impeachment it's just part of the process we have been appointed uh and it's a, a responsibility that we take very seriously so yeah, in the what? past in the past we have worked with you uh, you know, we served at the pleasure of the mayor, but since you uh, signed off on these new jobs here, uh, we got it. We got to serve these, uh, you know, subpoenas and stuff pretty, pretty well. What yeah. the hell, guys? More legal what, what terms. Is, yeah. What is, is what, why are you doing this? Is it this? Is this about the Barone zone? Is no, it's not about, about the Barone zone. Is this the, about the, the recreational re vehicle? Not that either. Not All of that this either. stuff was outside this, of your performance as the mayor. Is this yeah. about the snakes? Mostly, well, well, partially about the snakes. Um, less we, we about do the snakes have, and more how they ended up in the spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we do have several lawsuits from patrons of the uh, of the of the of that of the restaurant. The we have Italian restaurant down the street. 
Yeah, we have we have I'm two sorry, people it's complaining. Called, you call this amore? Yeah, exactly. We, we're we're not all to be confused with the aquarium pet store that's down the street. That is a statement. Not, you call this amore? It's more of a command. Yeah, we're, we're all thank right. you. Um, well, you know what? We do yours. have two people that complained about uh, poison venomous bites, and one person that's upset because she ate one and is a vegan and did not realize that the spaghetti would be you know animal products. So we have we have three ongoing lawsuits there alone, but that's actually not even the beginning. Of our issues here today, I heard one of them is radioactive and bit a girl, and now we got a, a snake woman. Yeah, on we our got hands. snake. Woman. Yeah. Well, we hired snake woman. She's the. I don't know if you saw her when you came in, but we've got her behind the desk out there as the receptionist. Oh, cool. I didn't notice. I guess I only saw her top half. She's, anyway, she's fantastic, especially because um, as soon as she answers the phone, the people calling to complain are terrified of the hissing noise coming out the other side. Yeah, I mean, after they realize there's nothing wrong with their phone, um, but no, Sandra's been great. I really like having her. She's she's definitely gonna stick around. I, I yeah. like her. We'll probably see her nonstop. Well, since we got to do this, uh, look, we need an episode by tomorrow, so right. we got a double book here. Uh, so well, this week we're also gonna out, what? Uh, Mike, get the what? Get the pens ready. This is part of it. This yeah, is part of your yeah. duties as the mayor. So we're yeah, just don't gonna fuck be- this up ready to uh review we are going to be reviewing your performance all right hang on then i'll ham it up a little bit (laughs) go big go big or go home this week is season three episode eight the article Mm -hmm. guardian of the key to the mint ray barone tries to help his friend andy write an article he is writing but when andy gets published in sports illustrated without taking ray's advice he becomes a salty sally there's a lot to talk about here And there's a lot to uh, dissect. Uh, I think this is a very interesting episode for Raymond. Uh, I have a lot to say about him. I'm sure you guys do as well. It's going to be an interesting episode. I hope you stick with it through all this bullshit that we're about to go through. Okay, Okay. so uh, two notes here. Number one, you misspelled the word dissect. Uh, One one S. Yeah, in your spoken intro, you misspelled the word dissect. So I'm going to have to dock you for that. I I don't know, Mike. I'm feeling like a three out of five. I did yeah, find it compelling how he went it, into the I didn't, even, I didn't even write I down the, the word dissect. That was, a, that was alliteration. That was alliteration. That was yeah, good. that was good. That was good. But, you know, room room to improve. So satisfactory. Yeah, say. satisfactory. Okay. Well, I've made it this far in life with that grade, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so, listen. You're, you you uh, are the one, even though we're looking for impeachment, you were the one that started this commission. You wanted to do better. So we're, we're just We were gonna... friends 20 minutes ago. We're still friends. I was, making, I was making you guys some spaghetti, and uh, mm-hmm. you guys asked for extra marinara sauce, and I went to go get it, and now we're all dealing with, like, you guys are suddenly into peaches now? Yes. In- well, ever since we got that timeshare in Georgia together last weekend- we're peach crazy. Mm, yummy. Well, I don't approve, but since when do I get what I want? Well, actually, that's part of the issue. We've noticed that you get what you want actually quite frequently. Uh, first of all, uh, we did notice a uh, $35,000 charge here to install a sauna in your primary uh, work office. A sauna. Uh, yeah. Even though that actually was... it's a sauna, it's for the new receptionist. Ah, uh, gotcha. Apparently, gotcha. she gets really dry skin very easily, and I that's understand. something that we wanted to talk to about, talk to you about as well. Is we've gotten some 
not complaints from the other people around the office, just questions about what the like propriety of your relationship with Sandra is. Mm-hmm, I met her like mm-hmm. three days ago. Okay, and you're already buying her a sauna? Like, uh, we're just, you know, just dotting I's and crossing T's and, like, make you missed one there. Cross that, that T. Oh, shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah got it, got it. Gotcha. That says impeachmental. Um, hmm. so That's we a just, word, right? We just want to check, you know, how's it, how's it going? With what? With Sandra. She's doing okay. I think she got a tour of the building yesterday and started working officially this morning. Uh, no one's called yet, which is awesome. Or rather, no calls have been passed on to me, which is what I prefer. Uh, keeps my schedule wide open to, uh, to make spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you purchased her Asana, I guess is the well, thing that we're kind of glossing over. To be over fair, here. she, well, I mean, like, it, it's kind of like, it was kind of so that we didn't get sued. Because, again, to go back to the main point of her character, she was bit by a snake. Yes. She's embraced it, though. She, mean, yeah, she but like still, she's wearing snakeskin purse. Uh, wearing, yeah, she's carrying a snakeskin purse. <laughs> some Hannibal Lecter shit. Yeah, like, that's some cannibal. <laughs> it's shit a little, right it's there. a little messed up actually, but um, yeah. but I feel like we're getting off off target here. I just think that like you know, if you're gonna buy a thirty five thousand dollars sauna, taking it from the uh the the budget to subsidize the homeless shelter probably not a not a great move as a mayor uh sorry mike it, it was to be fair to him it was earmarked for the homeless sauna um, so yeah that's on us see yeah, that's another thing that's another thing you got to stop the, using autocorrect when you're passing the, these bills the 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 sauna is public domain literally any town uh citizen can come in and use it uh, as long as they have their limbrook id uh, and that's true with everything in town hall. And that's another and that's thing. How it's always been. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, come on in, please. Enter. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Hey, I'm uh, I'm old man Billy. I thank uh, you for introducing yourself, just, old man Billy. Yeah, Uh-oh. no, I know you, Mayor Alex. Thank you very much, by the way, for the sauna. Really appreciate it. Uh, don't often get to leave the house in just a towel and nothing else. But hey, you know we get it's 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 pretty solid. Old and man I just Billy, say thank you. Old man Billy, I want to just one thing. Yeah, you forgot the towel. Oh damn! Ah, sorry guys. Sorry, I'm just I'm just floating in the wind over here. What's the matter with yeah. me? Sorry, bud. It's okay. Just just take take what's drooping down there and just you know sling it around yourself a little bit. No one can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. All right, Sonus through there, yeah, sir. Sorry, sorry. We're kind of in the. I should. I honestly shouldn't have let. Yeah, you why'd you open the door? Sandra was doing her. Um, we're in the middle of something here. Oh, yeah? Anything I could help with? No. Um, I guess, actually, yes, uh, if you want to have a seat. Um, sure. We just washed those seats. Well, he hasn't gone in the sauna I'll yet. Clean, it's a I'll windy clean. day out, so he's pretty dry. For now. Uh, I didn't say you were clean. I said you're dry. So, I, I mean, it'll be fine. Uh, what's your general overall, I guess you could help us with this, what is your general, like, overall perception of how the mayor is doing his job. Oh, I mean, hey, he's got me a sauna. He got me a, uh, an opportunity to get away from my wife. A. Oh, okay, fun. Right? Yeah. Uh, that okay. typically gets a bigger laugh, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. We t- new, new audience, new age. Uh, yeah, we kind of don't like the my wife kind of humor. Seems too easy. Uh, and people don't like us because of that fact. So I, I understand it's it's. I mean, uh, I, I, I won the popular. Anyway. You know what? You know what? I what I don't really like either. 
My wife, eh? Hey, hey. Allie. Okay, it's kind of getting to me now. <laughs> All right, I got it one. It is kind of funny. It's... There we go. There we go. Hey, have you seen Borat? Oh, my God. I haven't. Uh, what's Borat? Is that one of those fancy movies? Oh, you're going to love it. We are going to take a break you to talk about the episode, and now it. we're just falling even for Just old man Bill. Was that your name? Billy. To- I, I go by Bill. Old man Bill is my father. I'm old man Billy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and what's your son's name again? I think I played ball with him. Yeah, yeah, that's young school. man William. Oh. <laughs> wow. Interesting. I thought he would have crossed over by now, but maybe he's a late bloomer. Nah, if you, so generally, if, you, if, if you're not getting getting any if you're not a double a double ARP man member, you're not old man. Double yet. ARP. Yeah, yeah. Oh, AARP. I yeah. thought you meant like you were two times over an AARP member. No, 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 no. There are a two quadruple ways. ARP. Yeah, yeah. Quadruple A, double R, double P. What did you think of the episode? Oh, oh, the episode. That was, uh, you know what? I loved it. I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was very funny. I thought that, uh, you know, I really thought Ray got a bad rap this episode. I think that he started out doing very good. Uh, I think that people really jumped on the bandwagon to, like, really tear him down. Uh, But, you know... Yeah, I guess I guess that. a self-conscious self uh, self-analysis is never a bad thing. Uh, my my old therapist used to tell me that, uh, but that's uh, that's yeah. You know, I'm always here for it, you know. Okay, and Mike, what did you think of the episode? I mean, uh, sorry, sorry. Hey, uh, I was really trying. You've been to transfixed hide. by old hey, man Bill. Hey, you, you owe me money. Hey, uh, sorry. Billy, uh, uh, let's 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 deal with that. Uh, Wait, with that old man, old man, Billy, you work at Staples, right? You know it. This guy bought Mike, out did all you our legal pads right before Boy Lapalooza. You want them back? They're right here. No, we kind of we do need those. We're going to be taking a lot of no, notes. Take Let, maybe we can work something out. Um, how about we give you a little extra time in the sauna? How does that sound? I mean, you know, I. Sauna time is good for me. You know what and I you, mean. I'm here for it, baby. You know what? We'll throw in a free towel too. Ah, nah, no need. <laughs> okay. That's All right, it. I tried. Um, Mike, what do you? What did you think of the episode? I thought I actually agree with Billy. Actually, quite a no lot. No way. Mean, yeah. Wow. I I think that Ray deserved a lot of the self-centered thing, but I think the first little incident in which he made Andy cry. Because he was reviewing his article, which, first of all, hilarious choice for Andy as a character. Um, but I, that's, you, if you want to be a writer, the only thing writing is, is yes, you write words on a paper. But like the first draft is never any good. Doesn't matter if you're, if you're a newbie or if you're freaking, you know, Stephen King, you got to rewrite and rewrite and rewrite. The fact that Andy took it so hard that he got a little repetitive sometime. That's entirely on him. Ray didn't deserve any crap for that. And then, you know, later on, it, Ray kind of took a turn for the worse. But I'm, I'm focused mm-hmm. on the initial part here. I think that Ray was 100% in the right. I think that Deborah got on Ray's case a little bit too much uh, about making Andy cry. Because, again, if you want to be a writer, you got to listen to why your writing sucks because writing is the art of rewriting. Let me interject here, because I don't yeah. entirely agree with you. Oh, okay. I'm um, this down. This is good. This is good. You stuff. lost my vote in the re-election, just for the record. Billy, I can remove your sauna privileges like that. 
Billy, you immediately did a 180 on Mike, completely forgave him for stealing the entire stock of your staples, and are now fully defending his opinion on this episode. Listen, to listen, the hilt. listen. Broken clock twice a day. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, I, uh, the, guy, the guy gave me more sauna time. That's, uh, I did want to talk to you about that, because the road guys have been complaining that you've been smashing clocks in the road twice a day, so can you like not do that? You've popped so many tires. I don't understand why. They're all set to new times eventually <laughs> there will be the correct time it's less the functioning of the clock that's the issue and more the fact that you are lifting over your head a crate full of clocks and smashing them down in the middle of sunrise highway the doc says i need resistance training i don't know what the dog says the doc, you need resistance are you like a son of sam kind of guy no i'm not a son of sam no you're no, a no. son of bill i'm a son of bill we made that very clear yeah Sorry, cut, cut to the middle of the highway. Like, oh, oh, I'm late. Oh, oh, wait, no, I'm not. Oh, wait, yes, I am. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. Oh, wait, yes, I am. Oh, actually, I'm right on time. Alex, go ahead. Uh, you disagree with old man Bill and Mike and Mike. Old man Billy, who are different people. My name is old man Billy. Old man Bill's. My I'd ra- I would rather keep it formal. Go ahead, Alex. Firstly, I completely agree with you both. On the initial part of your statement about Ray talking to Andy, I think Andy needs a bigger skin for this if he's going to grow as a creative, because you have to be able to take criticism if you want to be good. However, right where I start to disagree with you is right when he gets home to Deborah, because I think what she's initially trying to say to him about how he's always kind of focused on himself is not even that his story, it's how he proceeds to act around her. When Deborah's, uh tells him that he is only interested in talking about his issues and that he's not listening to what she has to say, he then responds by saying, okay, so anyway, then he continues talking about his shit. And I think oh, that's yeah. what yeah. she's really getting at. And that's kind of where the crutch of the episode comes on. And then, of course, the Andy shit starts to take over uh, because that kind of feeds into what everyone else was saying. And that's it kind of snowballs into focusing on Ray being a really uh, self-centered person, which is definitely a character trait of his and definitely has been not necessarily something the show is focused on, but definitely something that is very obvious if you think about it, considering, I don't know, the name of the show. Well, I, I will say that I was I was mostly focused on her analysis of the Andy situation. I wasn't really talking about like his way of talking to her, but I generally agree that. All right, know, so you know, you know, nicer with the you're wife. backpedaling because you see that I made a good point. I don't you think see that I was, you're wrong. You're I don't think I was peddling at all. I think I said about. I don't think. I don't think about it. Hey, tell stick it to him. Stick it to him. That's that's it. You 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 tell him, Mike. You 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 you're, you're a good. I guy. hate this two v two mentality. <laughs> Old man Billy, go t- go jump in the sauna. Oh, I, I like that now? old man. Yes. Old man Billy came in here to agree with Mike and tell Mike that he's a great guy. That's so unusual that someone would just come in off the street and do that. Well, what are you yeah, talking about? I don't about? think it's ever good, happened he's ever. He's guy. He's never said anything wrong in his life. I love him. He's great. <laughs> he's cool. He's cool. He's awesome. Anyway, I'm going I'm going to go meet Brett in the okay. in the sauna. I'll All right. You. Have fun. Brett. Say hi for me. The fuck is Brett? You know, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sandra, please up. hold all any and all other zany and wacky characters at the, at the in the front, please. 
I don't think she's. I don't. Sound I don't think she's there. I don't know. She's slithering around somewhere. My opinion, not that Bill cared to hear about it, uh, is that I think you're both right to an extent. I mean, Andy definitely writing his rewriting needs to be able to take notes and, you know, either uh, he needs to accept that people will give him notes and either take them or not. I think it's fine that he ended up not taking Ray's notes if that's, you know, the product he wanted to put forward. But I think it's all reflective. Ray's attitude towards Andy and then the way that he's communicating to Deborah is all reflected, uh, reflective of his self-centeredness. He only cares about how it affects him. Uh, I have to read Andy's article and give him notes and watch him cry. Not, I see Andy trying to write an article, let me help him. And then just steamrolling over Deborah talking about what sounds like a traumatic trip to the dentist. Um uh, the line is uh, that Ray says uh, it's much harder to watch the person in pain than to be in pain. And then Deborah's response, you said that to me when I was in labor. Like, I think that is the sort of energy that, that Ray yeah. is bringing in this episode. <laughs> Which is very Just funny complete to me. self-centeredness. <laughs> it is very funny. Uh, it was a good, that was a good line. I'm, I'm with you on that one. That, this was good. This was a good little reflect. I'm going to give, what do you think, Mike, four out of five? Yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty I good. I mean, that's exceeds expectations. Exceeds expectations for sure. I don't like how he uh, contradicted me, though, so that's that's docking a point, um, of course. Okay, getting a little petty here. Maybe I'll just, I'll, I'll go 4.5 to make up for that. Three and a half. So what, wait, wait, so is this scale one out of 10, 10 being the best mares in sitcom history and one being the worst mares in sitcom history or right. is this? So we've got, it is one out of 10. Um, we've got obviously 10 being Mr. Mayor, Ted Danson, and then the one being the mayor, that sitcom from, I don't know, two or three years ago that I think had one season or it has five seasons. I don't know. I don't, was not paying attention to it. But I can't think of any other sitcom mayors. There's the one Can from guys... the Powerpuff Girls. The uh, mayor oh, the, the mayor pe- of Kingstown, too. Yeah, yeah. The the one that was clearly, you know, had had the mistress of the of the, oh, the, yeah. the headless woman. Yeah, uh, I liked yeah. her. So can I just ask, we have seen, uh, you know... The, the taxes of the people of Limbrook skyrocket since you've taken this office. Is my, this is my own money, and skyrocket is a strong word. It is doubled, sure, but Limbrook taxes were the lowest in the country before I took office. Now yeah, they are and just now they're in the top five. Lowest. Top five taxes in the country. Uh, Forbes just put out their list. Yeah, number yeah, three yeah. would surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked by number three. Could you believe what number two looked like now? Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't believe it. I can't. Oh, but that one weird trick that got that one uh, tax into number one, I'm going to use that. I know doctors don't want me to know about it. Yeah. But I'm going to use it. that. Yeah. They hate it. Well, Dr. Palooza, which is counter programmed with Lollapalooza across the street, I, I don't know if this is something that we want to necessarily do again is like double book two professional conventions across from each other. That's a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, they've got Phil. Oz. House. House. They got house. <laughs> good. Good. Oh, yeah, the good. The good. The good. Doolittle. Doolittle. Yeah, they got Doolittle. Uh, Doolittle. They got Murphy and Downey Jr. The two Doolittle. They're doing a show, uh, like a, oh, a review oh. called The Two Doolittle. Oh, for a second, I thought that Downey got a doctorate, and I was a little, a little surprised. 
Dr. Downey Jr. Dr. Downey Jr., yeah. <laughs> anyway, I feel like... What's next? Okay, no, that was a good... That was a good reflection. Let's move on to like the next. Yeah. So the uh, other thing that ha- that figured prominently in this episode was sports. I mean, we saw an establishing shot of Shea Stadium. So that was was that Shea Stadium? I should have. It, well, I don't think you. it was Shea Stadium. The the oh. second time I'm pretty sure was I don't think it was MetLife, but I think it was the Giants. Stadium. I'm not sure if it was before or after they moved to MetLife. I forget when they did that. But um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it was football. I don't really think it was because I would recognize Shea from the outside. It wasn't Shea. And what does Yankee Stadium look like from the outside? Does it say Yankee oh. Stadium on the side of it? Is it obvious? It's it's pretty obvious. It's got like white pillars and stuff like that. I don't think it was Yankees either. But I, I let me let me see. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So does Greece, Mike. It, uh, that's not a distinguishing factor. Well, That's I true. mean, they made it look like... It was. Town Hall has pillars on the outside of it. You think this was Yankee Stadium? Town Hall has pillars on top of it. The birds are pissed. Yeah. And they're shit. Ting. On the pillars. I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I am pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure, but I am pretty sure that that was Giant Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, that we saw. Ah, Okay. I feel, but haven't they used that inter- interior They've for They've used the interior for baseball? Shea Stadium. Yes. But I'm telling you that the outside, I'm like 85% sure that that was Giant Stadium. I believe it. That's yeah. an interesting. So either we are led to believe that every stadium has a room that is laid out exactly like that, or they that's a continuity error. That's interesting. Or... Yeah, that's true. Or we're misremembering. Or I miss. No. Yeah, I'm. I mean, just because Shea Stadium on the outside had such a distinct, like, had distinct blue, and there wasn't really a lot of blue in that shot. I really don't think it was Shea Stadium. Okay, I think we discovered a little goof. Well, that wasn't the only little goof. Should we tell him what we found out about Todd Ergos? I don't know if you'd call it a goof, but it is an interesting fact. Uh, so, like, let's let's start. Like going through the episode a little bit. Oh, uh, like the old we'll days. See, I want to see how Alex can do like recall wise. Ooh, like if ooh, he yeah, remembers yeah. any funny jokes, if he has any hot takes. I think this will really. When we turn in this report to the Inspector General, who is also us wearing the same suit, like two heads in the same suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two kids in a trench coat style. Yeah, but horizontal. Yeah. I actually, and we wear one hat. We just look really massive. Yeah. I actually do have a favorite joke in this episode. I don't even know if oh, it's a okay, joke. Okay. It's more like just just one line that I thought was really funny to me. Just because the part that was meant to be funny didn't really get me. The like the setup to the joke was to the line was just like so quick and so just like it made me do like a double take because it really made me confused for a sec. It's just such a funny thing to say. So it was Frank uh, talking to Ray when he was asking if he was self-centered. And Frank says uh, the second half of the line was, you know, but you've always been a pig for attention, Uh, which, you know, that's, yeah, that got the laugh. But the first part of the, the first part of the line, he just goes, look, I love you like a son. (laughs) I didn't even notice Which, that. That's yeah. funny. Like, it's such a fucked a thing to say to your son. So I was like, I love you like a son, but you've always been a pig for attention. It's like, whoa. 
That's your son. <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny. The uh, I love you like a son, as if. Uh, but I feel like that's even a lot for Frank to say, like affection. Yeah, he loves him. That's a good anecdote, right, Mike? I think he had a really good. I think so. I think so. I wanted to talk about Marie and Frank in the kitchen. Uh, you know, they there is Frank is uh, reading a newspaper or attempting to. Um, I love the conflict between Marie and Frank where Frank just announces that he's shaving his head today. Um, uh, what prompts that? Is it, he's, he like running his hand on his, uh, through his, uh, little bit of remaining hair? No, it's, yes. Like, no, cause it's, cause it's he runs hip. the top of his hair. And I gotta be honest with you. If I ever get to the point where I have like the bold baldness, Take it all off, man. I mean, I just I don't understand holding on to the little to the little you of hair. You know what I mean? I just that, that, yeah. that ain't me. That ain't for me. Fair enough. It's always been weird to me that like I mean I get sort of the horseshoe to to the to an extent like where it's you still got some on top and like the little middle I like the George Costanza like I get that, that to that's an extent okay. but that's okay to me when you've got the Frank Barone like. That's got to be like two inches of hair just around the middle of your uh, head. I, yeah, I would take it all off. I just love the phrasing that Frank uses. I'm shaving my head today. It's my house and my head. It is his head. He's allowed to do that. Escalating to like screaming, Ray coming in, and then uh, Marie storming out. And uh, I thought it was funny, Ray being like, you're not going to shave your head, right? And Frank's like, of course not. I just want to read the paper. I also thought that was that was a great joke as yeah. well. Okay, good. Agree because it calls back to the point. setup. Um, I, speaking of Frank's newspaper, we should we launch into this? Now? Yeah, Alex, you should know before we go any further. Uh, Adam and I went way, way too deep. Uh, going in on the newspapers of this episode specifically, like a solid. Oh, I doubt it was. I doubt it was that bad. How bad could it be? How deep could you have possibly gone? Like a solid well, 40 minutes of deep diving. Uh, all right. We, saw, we hired a, a private investigator to go real deep and, uh, you know, take long distance photographs of people, you know, delivering the newspaper, uh, following people, background checks every. Oh, uh, come on in. Come in, please. Hello? Hey. I'm uh, I'm Private John Investigator. Uh, the Private John Investigator I'm the guy reporting you hired for to, duty. to talk about the newspapers. I I overheard that you were talking about the newspapers, and I just decided now's a good time to show up. Is this a good time, or right. should I should I dip? Private John, yes, great to see you. By the way, your 1950s military uniform, it, I think it might be stolen valor, but it does look great. Nah, nobody's alive to claim it, so it's fine. Private J Investigator. You could just call me. You could just call me by my last name. That's what I went by in the academy. Investigator. Private Investigator. Yeah. Your first. I thought it was your rank. Yeah, it is my private. It is first my class. It's like how you say like Doctor So and So. You refer to me as Private. Right. Investigator. The good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of expected you to come in now, seeing as you bugged this room and everything, and we do record. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you have an idea, but this meeting is private, investigator. I'm aware of that. You don't tell me what is whoa, private. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't whoa, tell me what whoa, is whoa, private. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, this guy's, if nothing else, this guy's an expert on privacy. Um, is he? Well, yeah. So we hired 
Private John Investigator to really deep dive into this stuff, find out what's the story with this newspaper. Frank is reading this newspaper that says on on the back, it's a newsday. It says that the only word I can make out in the headline is toddering, T-O-D-D dash E-R-R-I-N-G. Like tottering, but tottering. Okay. Oh, do go on. Here's the thing. We did a deep dive into this newspaper. We screenshotted, we zoomed in. We were not able to determine the date of the paper, but we could tell that it was- His enhance was broken. My, Zoom worked, but his enhance was broken. The enhance- the, There's like a million AI upscalers nah, online. They, 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 they took free. it all from me. They took it all just to make new CSI better, but they, they, they raided my house specifically. <laughs> what a lot of people don't know is that the crew of CSI is a crime scene investigative unit. Yeah. So- Ted Danson obviously uh, showed up. Sinise showed up to your place. It was huge. Like there were helicopters filming everything. It was like when they busted Jared. Um, you don't have to tell. Me. <laughs> you don't have to tell me about the time they busted Jared. I lived that <laughs> night every. I I relived that. Every you night. busted Jared. I was the private that busted Jared. Oh, because you you took home the pants. That is your. <laughs> There's all those shots of you. That, that is walking out of Jared's house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I will say um, the reason I looked up private investigator over here is because I saw that online and I went to his house and I had I saw the the pants framed in his doorway. That was what sold me. Yeah, we all saw the helicopter footage of a guy in a Korean War army uniform carrying Jared's pants out of his house. So you got like an expert. Yeah, we got we and um, we used a lot of taxpayer money to get him. He's the best. Okay, well, uh, in that case, you gotta lay off me for using taxpayer no, 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 money because no, 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 no. you're using you're using this guy for bullshit. You signed off on this. You, it was in a stack you know, I don't of read other those. papers that we asked you to sign. To be fair, your name was on my paychecks. Yeah, we did. Get, we came directly out of your chase. So we weren't able to tell the date. However. We were able to see that the headline was Todd Erring, and we saw that there was a uniform of a Yankees player on the back. Again, given away by the black and white stripes. So, the only, we knew this had to be filmed in 1998. So the only Yankees player that pl- that with the first name of Todd that played anywhere in the Yankees in 1998 was a man by the name of Todd Erdos, and he was terrible. He was a terrible player, but he only played. However, one of the things that was very useful is he only played two games that year because he, you know, sucked. Uh, but he played a lot of other, he played a lot of other sports. He played for the Yankees the following year. Played for the Padres. He had a career. However, one a lot both, of other sports. Two baseball teams. Two ba- two other baseball teams. Yeah, come on, what are we talking? Uh, Todd, if you're listening to this, please come on the podcast. <laughs> It's okay. You don't. Have I think to we do can it. find a way to get in touch with. We them. would really like it. But anyway, so because of that, but both of those games were played in a series against the Boston Red Sox in May of 1998. So one was on May 29th, no. which he actually did pretty good. He played, pitched one inning, no one hit, no runs. He did, he did all right. Nobody cares about that. The second inning he pitched was on May 31st, 
and it gave up a lot of runs. So I'm thinking that this newspaper was covering the game on May 31st. However, he was not the man in the picture because according to BaseballReference.com, he only ever wore the numbers 54 and 50, and the person in the picture was wearing the number 9. So it was that was not... Oh, that. cool. So the private investigator knows how to use Google. Shut up. No, I'm just like, you, you pay this guy an arm and a leg, and he just like, he takes out hey, his phone. And- Alex, No one's Alex, given me an arm or a leg since Korea. This guy, he went to Jared's. So obviously we're going to shell out a ton of money for him. Thank this you. guy busted Jared. You saw the video. I did Jared see the video. It was a helicopter video. footage of a Korean War Army officer carrying Jared's pants. We all saw house. the video. Everybody's seen the video. It is the most viewed video <laughs> on YouTube of all history. Time. Guinness. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah, true. No, that's it. That's it. It is both the most viewed and the most disliked video in YouTube history. <laughs> that is true. That I would I believe. I went and I hiked Mount Everest, and while I was in Nepal, there were people pointing at me, and they said, that's the guy that busted Jared. <laughs> people moved aside on Everest to let you through. <laughs> Please, after you, sir. Carefully, he's a hero. That line in Spider-Man was inspired by me. <laughs> The line in Spider-Man where they talk about Jared. Uh, so, okay, baseballreference.com. He played for at, at 50 and 54. Yeah. Private investigator knows how to use Google. I do. Alex, he went to Jared's. I went yeah. to Jared's. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's beautiful, the data yeah. that is. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we know that that was probably the morning of June 1st, 1998, that they got that. Either that or the... Crew of Everybody Loves Raymond just picked a random news day out of out of nowhere. That that's also possible. This it's not out of the realm of possibility. But that is that that I think that it was filmed on June first. True, but either you know whether however the crew got the newspaper in the reality of the show, Frank is reading what we have to assume based on the information we have is June first, nineteen ninety eight's news day. Correct. Correct. So, hmm, Alex. Pretty impressive, right? You impressed yet? Sorry, I wasn't looking. Who was talking? Was that you, Mike, or was that the private I, investigator? I've, I'm in awe of uh, private investigators' uh, presence ever since he entered into this room. So I, I, I it was, it wasn't me. I'm not sure who it was, but it wasn't me. Okay, uh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna make my own performance review of Hold you on. guys. We, we're okay, not done well, yet. We're not done. Give me yet. one of those pads. We need and to I'm talk. writing down stuff and you can't see and I'm going to mumble to myself all confused we and like can't. too. Statutorily, you cannot mumble. do a simultaneous performance review. I'm going to have to give you a zero out of five for this one. He also just, he's not doing a, he's just drawing a lot of frowny faces and think that's a penis. Yeah, frowny face and penis is not part of the internationally recognized performance review yeah, scale yeah. that we are working with. Unfortunately, so... So wait, you're doing out of 10, but then also out of five stars? It's out of five and then multiplied by two arbitrarily so that we can get a percentage. Proceed. Okay, one out of five for understanding. So anyway, we figured out that this this, this date started on June 1st, 1998. Now we move forward to the Folk Split newspaper at the end of the episode. The very end of the episode. You were the one that really blew this cape out of the case wide open. So why don't you go nuts on this description? 
Yeah, so I, after we had discovered that the first newspaper at the start of the episode was from June 1st, 1998, I booked myself into a $10 a night single room occupancy hotel that had a neon sign blinking directly outside of the window. And I put up my board, put up my, got, I went to Staples, big red string purchase, thumbtacks, and I just went crazy on the hot close of this episode. I know we're jumping around in terms of recapping, but it'll all come together in editing. The newspaper that Frank is reading at the very end of the episode has a picture of who I at first thought was O.J. Simpson, but is just a guy at the New York Stock Exchange. And it says, surprise, Fed rate cut stocks soar. So while they are talking about the fork split in the English muffin, I am sweating, I am smoking, I'm having the DTs as I'm trying to figure out when did the Fed rate cut happen and when did stocks soar? So conceivably, based on the fact that we think this is 1998, we know in fact that it's 1998 because June 1st, 1998 started the episode, the Federal Reserve cut interest rates three times in 1998 September 29th, October 15th, and then again in like late November. But I realized because Frank is reading a newspaper from the uh, baseball season, it's probably not the November rate hike, so it must be October or September. Uh, Those are overlapping dates with the Major League Baseball season. Uh, The Fed was cutting rates, interestingly enough, in response to a global currency crisis uh, where Asian currencies and, and starting in Thailand and then sweeping across the rest of Asia and Latin America, um, there I guess I don't know anything about it other than there was a crisis. I have to assume they were losing value or gaining value or something. But uh, that's, global currency crisis. That's not what, what yes. I'm here. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here for international relations. No, and you've made that very clear. <laughs> Based on your experience mm, in Korea, I don't, I don't, I don't know nothing about the outside world. I know the people I'm investigating, and that's it. When I arrested Jared, I didn't even know what Subway <laughs> was. Okay, that's a different story. But I was so you must have when you found those pants, you must have been like, "What the fuck are these?" <laughs> I was like, "They." I thought it was a murderer at first. I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> you thought know. he murdered somebody <laughs> substantially larger than him. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. And then I know because you know from the footage, he had all those posters of his subway campaigns where he was wearing the pants and holding them out. You thought he was some. I mean, he was a sick freak. You thought he was a different kind of sick freak. I thought he was a bastard who killed people and wore their clothes. Yeah, that's correct. And I mean, to be clear, Jared was a sick freak, and it still is. Um, but he had nothing to do with the 1998 Asian currency crisis, prompted the Fed to cut interest rates. Um, the reason that I think it's not September, though, so we have the September 29th and October 15th interest rate cuts. The reason I think it's not September is because stocks did not soar after that one, according to the New York Times, on that day. Uh, September 30th, 1998, they said that the September cuts had little impact on the market. In fact, the other date, October 16th, I found two different headlines that are almost word for word the same as this. CNN, October 7, uh, 17th, 19, or sorry, October 16th, 1998, had a headline that literally said, stocks soar as Fed eases interest rates. And the Wall Street Journal literally used the word surprise in their headline, meaning... This definitely took place on the morning of October 16th, 
1998. Because I've seen from various sources, it takes about one week to film and one week to edit a multicam sitcom like Everybody Loves Raymond. They could have filmed this on October 16th, 1998, and released it by the November 9th, 1998 release date of this episode. So We make a good team there. Yeah, so I figured that out immediately collapsed and had to be taken to the hospital. But <laughs> we solved the case and found out that this episode, which seems to cover a very isolated incident in Ray's life, took place over the course of four and a half months. It sure did. It sure did. You know who else was surprised? This not not only the stock market, but you know who else was surprised? Jared. Jared. <laughs> Jared was. See, he does do this, anyway. Alex. He brings up. I mean, at first I was impressed, but now it's sort of like, okay, we get it. You yeah, I'm kind of already getting sick. It seems like this is all he talks about. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? Hey. Well, that's fair. Show some respect. Also, I hope you guys don't mind. I have been smoking a cigar since I walked in yeah. here. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I can't really see anything anymore. Do you want to go to the sauna? Uh, it actually might be a very similar and, atmosphere. Oh, and to call it a yes. cigar when really it is just a very small Subway sandwich is... Uh, he, he still set it on fire. He did. Don't get it toasted. <laughs> it is still a blaze. It is it's still toasted. All right, I'm going to go check out the sauna, and I'll see if they know who Jared is. <laughs> I'm right, certain guys. they do. <laughs> wow yeah they definitely would Mike are you feeling okay today you seem a little reserved I there's been a lot of a lot of celebrities have walked through these yep, uh, guy who works there have been tables. zero celebrities <laughs> there was the, that guy who's the number one subject of the most viewed YouTube video in history and then there was old man Billy I don't know who works at Staples and don't forget Sotomayor is somewhere like across the street or something. She's on, I, I did get a text that she's on site. She's driving up Catalpa oh, right now. Um, that's pretty exciting. I did, by the way, look at Catalpa on a map. It's very funny. It's hilariously <laughs> small. street it is. <laughs> um, Catalpa. Yeah, she's, she's driving up Catalpa right now. Um, so she should be here in, I don't know, an hour and a half. Um so that was, I mean, Alex, I guess the, the question is, now that you've heard all of our research, all of our findings, are you impressed? Yes. Okay, good. Five out of five on that, Mike. Five out of five. Exceptional. Five out of five. Out of five. I agree. Okay. I do agree. And I'm going to put a little star next to it for like a bonus. You guys have changed since I got into office, man. We are upholding our oath to serve, protect, and review. Uh, that was my oath, and I haven't even been following well, it. Well, yours is serve, Clearly. protect, and review, R-E-V-U-E. So that's why you've been planning that show. Of course, yes. Which is fine. That show. That, you know, a um, bunch of performances of different songs. Uh, and it's going to be great. And people, when when you do that at Law La Palooza and, uh, you know, to like cap off the event... Yes, people uh, are gonna. The, the, that's that's the event with all the lollipops, right? Lawyers, but yes, they're all. We're also handing out law l a w l l i p o p s at law la palooza. Um, when you do your review to finish off the night, I do think. Look, I'm not gonna show our hand here, but that might 
be a big boost in your performance review. I don't know if you understand the true definition of performance review. I think that is exactly the definition of a performance and a review. I do have a question for you guys. Have you guys ever experienced something similar to what Ray experienced in this episode? Or someone that that like started after you achieved your dream before you did? I felt I genuinely like, don't get me wrong, he's self-centered. He should be celebrating his friend. But I also did kind of feel bad for him in the moment of just like, you know, this is Andy's first article. Presumably Ray has written many, many articles in his time and and Andy's the one that got noticed. I, I did I did feel for him in this. I think yeah, let's go back to that first scene at um what you presume is Oh, the first uh, not scene. the you know, like the first proper scene where Andy is trying to get Ray to look at his article. Um at MetLife mm-hmm. Stadium in Rutherford, New Jersey, or East Rutherford, New Jersey, sorry, West Rutherford, New Jersey. Um, back in that first scene where Andy is like, he's childishly excited about it. Like the the power, the way that the status sh- sort of shifts from the start of the episode to the middle of the episode to the end of the episode, where Andy is like really looking up to Ray. And then in the middle, he finds out that the article is going to get published. He's high status. You know, he's feeling great about himself. He didn't take Ray's advice. To the end, when it turns out that Ray was right and the article needed to be rewritten and they were going to do it anyway, um, that sort of uh, evolution over the course of four and a half months uh, was interesting to watch. I mean, Andy is sort of, he's a stat guy, which I, I couldn't remember if we knew that already, but he apparently keeps track of the stats. I feel like we mentioned that, but I, I don't know yeah. for sure. Yeah, the stats are, passing. stats are huge too. Like yeah. that's not a small job. Yeah. That's a it's a huge part of any sports is yeah. analyzing all that, all that crap. Well, so, they use yeah, Google I, for that now, apparently. Yeah, well, someone's got to put it on Google in the first place. Yeah, and that Mr. apparently Google. is... Andy. <laughs> I was going to say, Andy Google. I think himself. Ray, especially in the beginning of this episode, I could, oh, you can almost see it on his face. Uh, he doesn't, obviously, he doesn't, like, he's innately not interested in helping Andy because of, like, he knows this guy. Uh, but also, I, I got the vibe that he was kind of, like, into having, like, being, like, that role of mentor, yeah, like, definitely. having someone look up to mm-hmm. him and then, like, Getting like that taken away, plus getting like what felt like to him like a lower status than this new up and comer. Like you were saying, Mike, uh, and that kind of feeling, um, it, it must it must have been hard. And the way you asked that, Mike, makes me think that you've probably experienced that multiple times in which you know you introduce something to someone and then they turn out to be way better at it than you. Yeah, are you thinking yeah, of like I mean, a specific I... instance, like you know? You dreamed of running, running for, for mayor, mayor or something like that. Putting together years and years of campaign notes and ways to put together something that had a chance of changing the way that this town was run. Oh, yeah. You were going to run for mayor. <laughs> yeah. That's. Uh, oh, look at. I remember he, he said he said he was interested. Well, I know that you went before we even started this podcast. You were you were always talking about like I want I have a passion for local government. I love ordinances, and I did uh, you list know, I did list special govern special ordinance three eight nine seven subsection B twelve 
as the reason that as that was the loophole that allowed us to live broadcast this podcast and eventually live simulcast every episode of everybody loves raymond to everybody in the town at once that was the subsection that did subvert the first amendment right to turn something off but that's a different conversation entirely yeah but it worked. i mean it, it has been helpful to us but I, I was just you know when we were all going to school together yeah you ran for like oh, class yeah. president right and you it lost was class president we, to me. <laughs> we cut back to uh, the halls of the Limbrook High School. Hey, guys, vote for me, and I, I, I promise you I'll do everything I can to get an ex- extended uh, lunch periods. 20 minutes is just not enough oh, to eat. Oh, wow. Mike, if you were mayor, you would be so cool. And, well, I mean, if you'd even want me, you could take me to prom. <laughs> oh, Nancy, that's so sweet. I'm too, but I'm too worried about making this school a better place. We'll worry about hey, me next, Mike, te- next what, year. Wait, what, Mike, what would you say? You're not taking Nancy to prom? You want to go with me, Nancy? Well, I mean, I kind of wanted to go. Because I just won the vote for class president what? like 20 seconds ago. Wait, what are you talking about? The, the vote's next week. I'm just that good, Mike. Shall we, what Nancy? The, hold on, let me get my promposal stuff together. Alex, will you... Take me to prom, doves. Of course, doves. The marching band, <laughs> doves. Marching yeah. band. <laughs> this is how it actually was for me in high school. Don't fact check it. Yay. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey, Brutus. Me and the guys from the football team want to talk to you in the bathroom. We're gonna yeah, beat sure, you up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Mike. Uh, Alex has kind of been. I mean, he's been an okay mayor. I mean, uh, class president. He's been an okay class president, but he's talking about like making us wear helmets and like uh, restricting football practice to the football field and not the like halls of the high school. To quote my favorite, it's you know 2003. So quoting my favorite guy, John Mayer. Uh, lost my. He's train the of mayor. Thought, right? <laughs> oh, hmm, huh. uh, So you know, we were kind of thinking maybe uh, taking him out. Like, well, well, you're you guys know, are... like killing him. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. I mean, listen, I'm okay with like an impeachment. We can go to Principal Johnson and like talk about that. But I just I'm not a I, oh, I can't. Come on. I can't murder. Mike. You want to assassinate? Lighten up at me, Brute. Yeah, Brutus. I at just, me. Listen. <laughs> this is my I thing. I know you. I know that the only good grade you've gotten yep. at all during high school <laughs> was on your Julius Caesar project. I went big. Uh, where you where you just wrote at me and the teacher gave you an A plus because she was laughing so hard. But I, I just. Yeah. Thanks for letting me stab you for that, by the way. That helped a lot. Oh, yeah. That no was problem. the difference between an yeah, A and anytime. an A plus. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, Mrs. Uh, Delgado is not a fan of yours. Yeah, uh, she made that clear <laughs> when I submitted my 40-page uh, summary on how Julius Caesar uh, is actually a representation for the way that John Boehner is running <laughs> his Congress. And, uh, it's John Boehner, who uh, is a freshman con- of the House. congressman, maybe, at this point. Uh, John Boehner, the chair of the House Education Committee? Yeah, that guy. I wrote that whole essay about it. Fuck, I really thought that he was in, <laughs> he was earlier than that. Years All right. <laughs> I really thought he was earlier than that. Oh, damn it. All right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I meant Gingrich's house. How Gingrich, Gingrich? is running it. Well, yeah, that was why what she I gave you such it? a bad grade. You called him Newt Gingrich the whole paper. <laughs> well, he deserved it. He's a dingus. I'm sorry to get political <laughs> on you, Brutus, but it just it sucks. We're in high Listen, school. Are you in or what? I'm going to throw a football at the back of Alex's head and kill him. Are you in? <laughs> I'm not not in. Uh, I didn't tell you that he leaves AP art at 4:15 p.m. and heads and makes a dart a headway right to the right to the, right to the band room and no one follows that path but him. I did not tell you that. Understood? Oh, I understood. After all, looks around at everyone in the room, make sure they're all looking and listening. At me, Brute. Excellent. Come on, guys. Diminishing returns on that, I guess. It's been like eight months, so makes sense. Uh, okay, thanks, Mike. Uh, oh, what day is it again? The Hikes of March. Football. <laughs> we see a montage set to, I don't know, Chariots of Fire or something, of Alex coming out of AP Art. Uh, Brutus and the football team are at the other end of the hallway watching Mike. It's shot in grainy yeah, footage. Like the like Zapruder the, film. Like the, like the JFK. Like the JFK Zapru- young Zapruder is there. Because <laughs> we went to yeah. high school with Zapruder. Uh, and he's filming it on his Motorola Razor. Um, Mike is sort of walking in between. Uh, he's going from cooking class to eating class. Um, walking in between the hallway and he looks back and forth between Alex and the football guys, looks back and forth as he Hi, sees yeah, the football on. guys do make like an offensive line. And Brutus, of course, is the quarterback. He gets behind and it's, you know, silent because this is the, the Zapruder film. But we can see him. He's mouthing hike and he's going back. He's going back. He's going back and he throws it. And just at that moment, Mike has a change of heart. And he leaps into the air. No. And he misses. <laughs> he misses. The ball sails yeah. through. Oh, yeah. Hands. Mike tries to leap straight up as if to, like, intercept it in midair. But instead, he does, like, a field goal. It's good. And it goes right <laughs> through his arms. And it hits me in the head. Oh, yeah. I guess I did die once before the show starts. So three in total. Yeah. I mean, but that one was only for, like, 15 minutes medically. And... Uh, worked out. I mean, you yeah, got to I go got to the prom with Nancy for the next. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Nancy and Reagan and <laughs> and Mondale and uh, Nixon and Nixon. Yep. Yeah, she was beautiful. <laughs> Nandy, Ma- Nancy. She did not know how to cook. Oh, yeah, because Mike was in cooking she, class with she her. Because she failed out of because she 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 failed out of baking she failed, class. She failed cooking class. Yeah. Yeah. She 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 would repeatedly say, "I am. I not am a not cook. a cook. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a cook." And the teacher, you know, God uh, bless her, is like a stand and deliver kind of thing. She believed in uh, Nixon despite this, but no, yeah. she just she was not a cook. Yeah, but I do remember though that that day actually. The, then you know you had uh, you had you had you had 
you had Franklin, the the guy that was obsessed with the incident, and he he put together the the documentary that was air, aired all around the school called The Magic Football about the second yeah, football the second. that I actually should have blocked, <laughs> and uh, someone someone throwing from the grassy from the grassy notebook. Actually, Good. there was a there was a notebook in the uh, in a locker. It was, was a real tactile, and, like sensory notebook that had some grass on it. Yeah. Someone stood in front of it. Second passer. Second passer. Um, second yeah. passer. You know, yeah. I gotta say, sometimes sometimes I miss high school. But then I really think about it and it's like, well, there are actually more politics back then than there are today. Yeah, it's That's, true. You know, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad to have uh, yeah, left. Limburg High is crazy. I'm glad that we are like really cracking down on um, the football based violence in that school. So I, I am actually going to give Alex like five out of five for that. I mean, Thank you. Yeah, so so well, anyway, I, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I do relate to Ray's. Uh, <laughs> I do relate to Ray's uh, <laughs> jealousy of Andy towards the middle part of this episode when Sports Illustrated just blindly accepts what probably genuinely was a very crappy article. Not knocking Andy, but the first time you do anything, it's and not it's a first draft. Good. Yeah, yeah, and especially later on, finding out that literally the first draft got accepted—that's just you know. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I, yeah, that's got to bite. I don't know anything about publishing articles but do they often take like really rough drafts of things and are like you know we're gonna work with you and and make this something that we can publish for the sake of a story absolutely okay i wonder i think that like it's possible that andy had a very unique idea Mm -hmm. and they read it and said this is terribly fucking written but hey this is a good idea idea for an article and then we just got to pay him and give him buy it so that they could use the you use it and then they just have one of their editors fix it up yeah, that, that that, that's that's what I would imagine is the practicality of what happened. But who the fuck knows? We're not actually like sports writers, so I don't know that's how Sports Illustrated does any of this stuff. Um, I liked uh, Ray's like going back to talking about like Ray having that like relishing that mentor role and like oh you're coming to me to learn how to do this. Um, I liked his sort of metaphor that he introduces here. So he's talking about how rewriting is what separates the men from the boys in this uh, business of, you know, revising, taking feedback, writing and rewriting, and then sort of says to Andy as if he is doing this, I'm giving you the key to the mint here, which is such a specific, I love this line and it gets called it back a bunch of like, like In the moment, it doesn't seem like too high and mighty of Ray to say where it's like, this is like the core element of writing. And I think it's something that's crucial to anyone who wants to succeed in this business. But of course, then it kind of gets fallen out of context. And like the way Ray described it to Deborah definitely made it seem sound more like he has the key to, uh, he's to the Andy's only success. one with the key. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's definitely what it probably felt like second way through, uh, which is just, if, um, it's so funny. I wonder if, uh, just to like clarify in case anybody doesn't know, maybe this is over like clarifying. The mint meaning like the U.S. mint where they make the money. Yeah, not, not mint chocolate chip. Not that like the key of the secret. I thought drawer. it was mint chocolate chip. I yeah, made I that mistake. I made that mistake too. I actually, it sounded really tasty. And uh, yeah. in fact, it is not. Well, I think the key to the mint is uh, xylitol, which is the artificial sweetener that's in a lot of mints. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little mint humor from uh, the boys. He laughed at my mint joke, Mike. I'm going to give him some points for that. You're you're too easy on. 
points, Adam. I don't know. Um, but uh, Andy's reaction to the feedback is interesting. His visceral, like, physical reaction. Uh, Ray says later that he was crying and shuddering, which is sort of like me when I read a three-star review of our podcast. Mike, you've seen me. Yeah, picked me up off the floor many times. <laughs> you, you go, you go a little. You get, a, you get a little emotional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just hard to for people to say that. Why does this system only let me give three stars? I want to give more. I want to give. This is my favorite podcast. Like I feel really bad for these people. It's heartbreaking, and it's just heartbreaking. Why can I not actually give you money through the review system? And I mean, I just want to say to all those people, and like, if we can put the Sarah McLaughlin tape in now, Mike. We hear you. Yeah, you yeah, put can, it we hear you. We see you. And you can go to postfund.org slash donate and give us money and get lifetime access to the Baronis Sonus, but also give us money. And that will help Mike stay in clean clothes because he cannot currently afford to do laundry and he is sopping sopping from the spaghetti incident he's been walking around coated in marinara for weeks yeah but on the other hand i did notice that i just have snacks like all the time so i could just like lick just go over lick my shoulder like it's not yeah, referring to marinara sauce that's on you as snacks does seem generous but i mean it's it calories is, it's, it's calories <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's the only requirement for snacks is that it's calories. <laughs> when you consume them, you gain some calories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I was a little heartbroken about Andy, the way he's reacting to this feedback. And um, the sort of like, uh, I don't know, almost callous way that uh, Ray is talking about it to Deborah in the next scene of, you know, uh, it's so inconvenient for me to see Andy feel this way. I mean, Andy probably was reacting a little strongly, but still, you know, have some compassion, moderate your approach, say, you know what, Andy, I can see this is getting to you. Just, you know, I'm going to leave you alone and you can review the feedback if you want to or not. Just this is a, a you know, I want to give you some time. For some to reason that feels harsher. A guy just cries <laughs> down and you just lay on the table. Well, Here's everything you did wrong. I'm going to bounce. It's a, <laughs> a little bit cooler than that. This is it. Like first choice, obviously comfort him. But I don't see Ray doing that. No. So this is, I think, a, a nicer choice than just being like, Oh, shut up already, you know? Shut That's up already. But yeah, like Ray says, he finds it harder to watch the person in pain than to be in pain. Um, other thing about that scene is I want to... It's probably because he's always in pain. Sorry, continue. Yeah. <laughs> well, his his pain is psychic, you know? Yeah. It's internal. He'd rather just like pain. not watch someone in pain because he's always in pain. So it's like, it's only worse. His life is hell. Um, Amen, but, brother. Yeah, I really felt uh, for this scene, and then we see it throughout a couple other times, like just steamrolling Deborah. She's trying to talk to the talk about taking the kids to the dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I mean, sort of sets the tone for Ray in this episode. If he only cares about himself, he doesn't even care about Doctor Gibbons and the Choo Choo Train, which sounds like a children's book that you would read at the dentist. Uh, but he's just like a full blown narcissist in this episode. It's not pleasant 
I feel like he doesn't even really learn anything, right? No, that's what I was going to say. This episode just ends. Like, yeah. when it ended, I was like, wait, don't we have like another 10 minutes? Like, what's happening? I yeah, that happens the- a lot. With 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 but but like but like not to this extent. This was insane. Like it really did feel like this was half an episode. Like I straight up did like I like I was waiting for like that like impactful like last like third of the episode where it was like a heart to heart talk with Ray and another character and there was like this whole like come around and like Ray promising that he's gonna be a little more attentive others. Nope, it just ended, and that's insane. I, I was very surprised by that. The lesson seems to be, don't worry, Ray, you're right. Andy's article did suck, so good for you, Ray. Like, <laughs> he didn't really, I mean, he had people tell him what was wrong with him. I don't think he internalized it at all. True. Like the scene of Frank, uh, you know, saying, I love you like a son, but you're self-centered. Uh, he didn't really seem to take that with him. Uh, and, in the scene before that, which was a good scene of him coming home, kids are having peanut butter and jelly, just to point this funny line out. Um, kids are having peanut butter and jelly. He and Deborah are having fish, and Deborah, uh, Ray says, I want peanut butter and jelly, and Deborah says, well, you're having scrod, uh, which is a really funny specific fish to pull. True. Uh, it's, it's got like a very funny sound, too. Mm-hmm. Scrod. It's got this K sound in it. Yep, yep. Um, I liked the line also in that scene. Uh, Ray, how did he get into the mint without your key or <laughs> getting into Sports Illustrated? And Ray's response: He knows the janitor. That's funny. It's like it, that. it. Yeah, that I was mean, very... it's like condescending as hell, but it's funny. It was funny. It was very witty. He's so petty in this episode, though. Um, Mike, I wanted to ask you: What is in Sports Illustrated? I've never read Sports Illustrated. Um. Uh, Sports. Here's what I'm aware of is that they do a swimsuit issue and yeah, yeah. The, the name of the magazine is Sports Illustrated. Yeah, that's all I so, know about Sports Illustrated too. It 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 deeply frustrates me that Sports Illustrated does the swimsuit issue because it's like I mean, hey, it, it's just like listen, I'm not saying, you know, you can power to whatever you want to put women in bikinis on the on magazines freedom of speech but power to the men who put women on the cover of well i was more say i i that came out wrong i meant it as like if you as a woman want to wear a bathing suit and go on like big publishing things like that that's what i meant it's not how it came out i recognize that but that's what my (laughs) intention was if you want to object but it's like it's genuinely like a lot of the uh, it's it's gotten better now, but back in the day, but back like when we were growing up, like there were a lot of incredible female athletes. For one, like Serena Williams comes to mind as like one of the greatest and most dominant sports players ever, like tennis or otherwise, just absolutely dominated. But like you think about, but a, a part of the reason that a lot of people laugh at the WNBA and laugh at women athletes is because you bring up a woman athlete, the first thing people think about is the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. And that's a, that's a big issue. There is also, to be fair, a Sports Illustrated The Body issue where they just choose a random male athlete 
and just have him pose nude, which is also an interesting choice. But, uh, you know, that that's hmm. weird. But Where can I find hmm. this? For research. You literally, literally look up uh, Does that the body one issue. come in, like, wrapped in plastic, the body issue? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. No, it's typically, like, it's it's nudes, but it's, like, it's typically, like, they fade out. Like, you know, they darken the... <laughs> oh, they yeah, eat out? Yeah, like that. You know, where it's, like, the, the shading is, like, they, they block the... It's the, artfully the shaded so that you can... <laughs> block the what? <laughs> the ugly nasties, you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But for the mm-hmm. most part, generally speaking, Sports Illustrated is not perverted. Generally speaking, I would say like 10 months out of the year. I, I think it's actually bi-weekly now. So maybe like 22 out of 24 issues out of the year. It's just generally like analysis about worldwide slash national sports. You know, they interview. It's It's a place where like. You know, like Newsday only ever publishes typically about the Mets, the Yankees, uh, the Jets, the Giants, occasionally the Buffalo Bills, stuff like that. But Sports Illustrated is like, hey, here's what this player on the Utah, Utah Jazz is doing, and he's pretty cool. Here's someone that you should be aware of going uh, that was drafted by the Colts last year. So it's it's a much more national thing talking about larger trends in sports Uh you know where's this the, article about Larry Mullins Jr. uh playing the U2 jazz Utah okay Utah Sorry. jazz Utah. 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 didn't want to didn't want to <laughs> let that go by <laughs> I was thinking that too but I don't want to say it okay yeah. so it's it's more like uh it's not is it opinions or just like analysis like this is it's, this trend that's happening okay it's definitely both like i mean there are huge analysis parts of things, but I mean, it's sports. They're, sports are there for, for people to just yell at each other about nonsense. It's fun, but like that's what sports is. It's uh Yell at people about thing. nonsense and jerk off. Yeah. Amen, yeah. brother. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a good, like, I mean, I read Sports Illustrated, the website now, but I read it regularly to keep up on on my sports but uh but yeah this is probably a stupid question but is it called sports illustrated because originally they had like pictures pen and ink drawings of sports events or i'm gonna completely level with you i am not sure how the name got started but I am willing to put money on it that they were not court like drawing these players <laughs> like they were sketches. in a courtroom sketch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think there was a courtroom sketch of a no hitter. Uh, I think that okay. that would be awesome, I, though. It would be. It would be pretty cool. I think. And that everyone's the, wearing suits, and there's a judge. <laughs> that would be awesome. The judge is the judge is the one pitching. Um, <laughs> I, I will not say not batting. That, they have the little bat. Oh, That'd be funny it. if the, oh, the like defendant the was pitching to the judge, <laughs> and they hit it with their little gap. Well, we should honestly, Lollapalooza, go down Lollapal- the street. Let's go. Let's go hit him up. Uh, I think that the idea of Sports Illustrated is just like, you know, it's like it's just magazines have illustrated at the end of them. I think that that's the, okay. that's the thing. I think that's kind of it. Okay. But I'm not willing uh, to die on that hill. So. Sorry to put you on the spot about Sports Illustrated's name, but thank you for the information about thank the publication you. itself. Yeah, yeah. Wanted to call out in the... Well, first of all, the scene of Ray th- taking the Sports Illustrated, 
immediately throwing in the garbage and saying, I don't like it anymore is probably the pettiest thing I've seen Ray do on this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just because his friend, something good happened to his friend, so now he is not going to read the magazine. Like, what the fuck, Ray? That's just it Ray was being funny, a, kind of a dick. Yeah. Uh, and then his rant, I'm self-centered, me, me, me. I thought that was, I liked the writing of that. Like, I'm self-centered, and then Ray says me, me three me, times. Me. Very funny. Uh, and then I love Allie trying to get his attention, and he finally turns around and looks at her. I hear like, her. Yes, sweetie? I have a thousand pennies. That's like, such a kid so thing funny. to say. Like, nothing to do with anything. Kid just wants to share what's on her mind and, like, the cool things she has. Like, that's the most kid line ever. Yeah. I love that. Like, I'm, I would almost believe they just told her to just, like, say something cool that happened in your life. Like, they didn't even give yeah. her a line. That's so funny. Or it ha- it happened to one of the writers. Their right. Like, that, it's such a realistic kid thing. I have a thousand pennies, which is... Ten, should, ten bucks. Yep. I should know that, but... You yeah. should know that, Adam. How often do I find myself with more than two Take away pennies? two zeros. Got it. We'll apply that to my life moving forward, but <laughs> could not think of it in this moment. Um, Let's talk about the English... Muffin. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a text. Uh, oh my god. Uh, they need us down at the convention center right now. Sotomayor Bah? is in the building. <gasps> Get it. Move it. Move it. Move okay, it. Move it. Gotta, Everybody, go. Go. Alex, go. Go. Uh, thank you for participating oh, in the performance review. We will get back to you with your results, but let's just say, you know, for now, it's been a pleasure. Sure. Um, no problem. Uh, I guess I'll just go back to doing mayor shit. No, you, you don't you want to come to Lollapalooza with us? Oh, I gotta come. No, you don't have to. <sighs> Fine. Okay. Move it, move it, move it, move it. Okay, we gotta go though. All right. Yeah. All right. Hang Let's on. I gotta into- I gotta make a I gotta like hang on. I gotta make a remind myself to do all my thing later. All right. All right we well, just tell Sandra. She'll she, She's still you. not here. Where is she? I don't know, but she left her sandal. <laughs> her one sandal, of course. Uh, all right. Well, I guess. I mean, I really liked her. I wanted to keep her around, but I mean, this just is not. She can't just leave in the middle of the day. All right, let's go. Let's go, everyone. Down to the garage. We're gonna get in the uh, van and we're gonna go down to Lollapalooza. Cut to like the basement of the convention center. Security is waiting around to welcome. So, oh, uh, she's coming. She's coming. Get ready. Get ready. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't mess this up for me. Don't mess this up for me. Please don't mess this up. I'm trying to get a. I. Look, to be honest, uh, Tyler, I have a case pending you have a- before the Supreme Court. Dude, you shouldn't be here. So I need this to go well. You shouldn't be here. No, I need this to Duh. go well. Look, I think if I can just, if I can just, you know, show her I'm a good guy, like maybe she'll talk to the other eight and, uh, you know, kind of swing Is things my way. Is that how it works? I think it's mostly about who you know. Okay. And I think if she got to know me, she'd see, like... I should not be put to death. Oh, you're a great guy. Yeah, Doug. I mean, I, I, you, you were over my house last Christmas. My daughter, my daughter loves you. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Way, you're still good to babysit for uh, us on Saturday, right? Yeah, I'm part of that work release program from Death Row where they let you babysit yeah, and yeah, also yeah. work security. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, those two. Look, if you ever need any of those two things, I am here for you, brother. You're the best, Doug. Oh, she's coming. She's coming. 
Ah, uh, your honor, come in, uh, let me get the door for you. Your honor, welcome to Limbrook. Ah, oh, thank you. It's nice to be here. <laughs> uh, I'm Tyler. I'm going to be your body man today. No, and... I'm, I'm, I'm Tyler. You're Doug. Oh, shit. Why are I'm you Doug. both Tyler? Who's Tyler? I'm Tyler. I'm, He's Doug. I'm Doug. I'm going to be your body man today, and Tyler is going to be my body man uh, and we will be protecting you. Uh, thank you so much for coming. I uh, just want to pass on from the organizers. It's we love honor. you, Sonia. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's do a like Sorkin-esque walk and talk through the bowels of the convention center here. So um, right now, uh, Beyond a Reasonable Doubt is playing a cover. They're a No Doubt cover band made up entirely of lawyers. Uh, is playing right now, and then they're going to introduce you. You okay, Tyler? <laughs> Tyler? Sorry, I just haven't heard. I just haven't heard beyond a doubt in here, and it's it's flawless. They're playing. I'm just a girl right now. As 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 we're walking up, so it's it's it, it works. That's no yeah, doubt. Yeah, right? that's what they're gonna do. So what they're gonna do? Yes, they're okay. playing spider webs right now, and then they're gonna start playing. I'm just a girl. Uh, it's funny because you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. That's sort of what that's, they're going for. Is that the, you're the, a woman the judge? The, the motto of this year's Lollapalooza is indeed girl power, so it kind of fits. Yeah, so that all-male, no doubt, cover band is playing right now. And, of course, we've got Brett Kavanaugh on the side stage. So girl power. Um, yeah, so they're going to start. They're going to go into I'm Just a Girl, and then you're going to come out and Forgive me for this. I, I'm not aware of what you're actually going to do here. I mean, we've got 10,000 people out there. It's going to be, the energy is going to be so great. Do you need any like tech or we can set up some pyro or what are you, what do you require? We're, we're at your service. Hmm. Well, I need a jar of mayonnaise. Oh. Six bowling balls. Bowling. And... A man by the name of Mike G. Oh, oh uh, I'm okay. On it. Well, uh, on it. Tyler, you get Mike G and interact with him, and I'm going to go down to the pantry. I know we have mayonnaise down there, and I might have to go over to the mayor's bowling alley that is in the town hall. I'll just take you to the green room. You can settle in. We did get your request for only. We got your request to mix M&Ms and Skittles together and only have the green ones in there. Uh, so there's some variety, but it's not the kind that you expect. <laughs> um, so we'll leave you in there. I will lock the door behind me, but you can, of course, l unlock it from the inside. I'm not locking you in there. I'm just saying no one will be able to get in. I'm just saying, sorry, we went through a training, and I'm just trying to be respectful. Sonia, thanks you. I got G. Oh my gosh, dude! What the? Oh, so, so your honor, I'm I'm so sorry. I just I was walking with my friends, and this large man grabbed me and brought me here. I didn't mean. Hold on, let me wand him. Uh, what what is this in okay. your midsection? That's my belt. It's very high up. It's like wear, at your solar plexus. I, I I wear very high waisted uh pants, but I put my shirt over it so it, you can't tell. <laughs> He's perfect. <laughs> oh, take everything out of your pockets, please. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta lift up my shirts <laughs> to get it to my pockets. Yeah, we've got a um, uh, gymnastics thing right there you can lift yourself up on. Yep, yep. Oh, there you oh go. sticks to the landing. Okay. Yeah, there uh, you go. 
Wow. One key. That's yeah. a, an unusual thing for a man to only have one key. I, uh, but listen, so I, wait, I, I wait, got, wait, wait. Is this the key to the mint? Yeah, it's to the mint. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, to the mint. That's where yeah. I know you from. I used yeah. to work security at the mint before I killed somebody. Oh, Doug. <laughs> yep, that's me. Hey, how you doing, buddy? It's been a while. It's uh, been a while you know. since you put Jerry in the ground. It's it's been it's been nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a roller coaster, but I'm on work release now, babysitting and security for Sonia Sotomayor. So hey, good for you. Good for I you. mean, things are looking up, and you know, maybe in the fall things go my way. I'm not getting sentenced to death. Hey, know, I would get, I would, a, would get away from the chair. I would love it. I I doubt it, but I love. I would love I'm to just see that. Really try. Look, if I if I give you a hard time, I'm just trying to really impress. Sotomayor here. No, you do what you got to do. You got to you got to punch me in the face. You do it. Uh, okay. By the way, Th- noted. Will do. S- so- sorry. At some point. Got it. By the way, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I just got very excited to see Doug. He's a good guy. He just murdered two people. That's that's a different thing, though. Yeah, and I only buried one of them. I mean, nothing. Yeah. So, Your Honor, can I help you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need you on stage with me. Sure. Right now. Let's go. Let's go. Smash cut. Mike's on stage with uh, Sonia Sotomayor. I'm 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 poorly playing bass for the No Doubt cover (laughs) band. There's six jars of mayonnaise and one bowling ball. Doug fucked up. Um, Damn it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please welcome to the stage. You know her. You love her. And she's just a girl. Sonia Sotomayor. Today, this man. She takes Mike. Hi. You see before you. He is going to swallow an entire bowling ball. Uh, the crowd in unison, as they've been doing all night, has been responding instead of with cheering with, in unison, yes, your honor. <laughs> uh, let's cut to let's cut to Alex and Adam in the crowd. Sonia, Wait, Sonia. that's not Sonia Sotomayor. <gasps> that's Dr. Mario from the hit series Dr. Mario. Wait a second. Oh, the do- it's me, Mario. Oh, no, you got me. But I can hit these pills. Uh, hit the pills. <laughs> hit the oh, pills. No. Oh, no. Dr. Mario, get get away. Get away. Di- the doctor convention across town, Alex. They're, they infiltrated Lollapalooza. Oh, damn it. That's What's so unexpected. Uh, frankincense and a lot of cocaine. Don't eat them. Frankincense and a lot of cocaine. He's getting so... Is that... Is it... Nugenics total tea for men? He's getting so buff. Oh, wait, it's Nancy from high school in the front row. Mike, you look so good. Oh, thanks, Nancy. I look great after I... You know, if you get if you become mayor, maybe we could go to the reunion together. Hey, is that Nancy? I mean, could... <laughs> Nancy, it's me, the already mayor. Oh, hey, Alex. Hi. Hey, Alex, are you busy tonight? No, but Mike is. He's got to shit out a bowling ball. All right, bye, Mike. I mean, Nancy, I could... Want to go to adult prom? You know it. Emphasis on adults. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, Beyond a Reasonable Doubt does a little porn guitar While a terrorist attack is currently happening. (laughs) Fear me! All of that is happening while the entire crowd is screaming. Feast on my soul! Tyler, Tyler, it's Doug. I'm going in. Doug, Doug, be careful. I got, I'll, I'll get, yeah, I'll go for the legs, you go for the top. But Doug, okay. Doug, I love you. 
I Tyler. Yep. I'll babysit your daughter in hell. And I mean that in like a good way. <laughs> Sophia's not going to hell. <laughs> I know, but I am. Or at ah, least I'm ready to. Let's do this. Let's do this. Ah! We see Tyler leap uh, at Dr. Mario from behind. Doug leaps towards him from the front. They're going to tip him. He's standing. Okay, picture this. They're going to tip him so that it they temporarily become three a stack of three men. Yes. And then Doug will leverage his gravity to press all three of them into the ground, effectively flattening Dr. Mario. Ah, I shouldn't have underestimated these two guys that I just met three minutes ago. All right. Hey, okay, hold up. him down. Hold him down. We uh, got him. Mario, you scumbag. Where is Sonia Sotomayor? I'll never tell. And you can never make me tell. Okay, hold on. Mike, get over here. Hey. Hey. Ugh. Oh. Thanks for letting me do that. You see what I just did? I just punched him in the face. I'm going to do that to you if you don't tell me where Sonia Sotomayor is. I'm sorry. Oh. I wasn't looking. What did you do? Okay, watch. I'm going to punch him in the face, okay? Mike, I, just I, other cheek. We got the picture. Jesus You're... style, other cheek. Uh, all right. I got you. Oh. oh, oh. Wait, one more time. I want to get it on video. Okay, <laughs> Mike, third cheek. Bend could... over. <laughs> you can also just take the phone. I mean, Mike, bend over. Fine. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna punch him in the ass. Okay, look, look, eye contact, eye contact. Eye contact. <laughs> oh, come on! Ow, Great, now dude. call him a bitch. Uh, I don't like what this is becoming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've already was not a fan of yours, but look, I'm gonna do that to you. I'm gonna punch you twice in the face and once in the ass if you don't tell me where Sonia Sotomayor is. Ah, punching no. Tell me where she is. She's in the green room. Don't punch me. She's exactly where I left her. Fuck. All right, uh, Tyler, we got to go get Sonia Sotomayor. Uh, let's go uh, down into the I, bowels. I could, I could hold her, this guy. I could hold No, Dr. no, no. Mario. He'll be no, fine. He's a dude. Let's go. Now. Bye. Ha, 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 ha. All right, we're going to break down the door. Mike, come over here. Okay. Mike, come over here. Uh, oh, battering ram! Mike, oh my god! The door. Oh to, god! Oh, this door is firm. Do oh come on! <gasps> Sonia Sotomayor, are you okay? Hey, yeah, it's me. I'm uh, I'm okay. Oh good. I'm in the room. Mike's. Are you about to introduce yourself, son? Mike's unconscious. Oh, I'm Sonia Sotomayor. Are you aware of the situation? You were locked in here by Dr. Mario, who yeah. uh, was acting on behalf of the evil American Medical Association and Convention of Doctors. Uh. And was impersonating you and sexually forcing uh, this gentleman who's on the ground to swallow bowling balls covered in mayonnaise. Are you aware of this situation? I didn't know about the mayo and the bowling balls, but I was aware that Dr. Mario kidnapped and impersonated me. I know okay. that. So know you're that. up to speed, so that's good. Well, it looks like everything worked out here at the convention center. And, uh, oh, look at the time. I got to go back to prison soon. But uh, Prison? Let's all... You're going to prison? Uh, you saved me. Well, you know. Uh, no. What's your... Doug, I see it on your name tag there. You know how security guards have name tags. I see it on your name tag there. You're Doug? You're the... Yeah, from the, uh, the state of Alabama versus Doug. It's me. You killed Jerry, right? Well, I buried him. Did By you see my reality dating show someone bury Jerry? <laughs> yes, I did see that. That was actually quite fun. Me and my husband watched it all the time. It was great. It did become a snuff film at a point, but until then it was breezy. Doug, 
thank you for saving me here today. And by the power vested in me by the Supreme <gasps> Court, you are now above the law. You can go do anything you want and wow. everything you have ever done was free. It's free of charge. <laughs> you're clear of everything, man. Oh, your honor. Thank you so much. This is the best day of my life. Let's all turn and walk out of this green room and be totally fine. And as they turn, standing in the doorway, pointing a gun at them, is Dr. Mario. I didn't learn my lesson. I changed my mind. We subdued you. I I, I woke up. Fuck, that happens sometimes. I said, where is everyone? And I walked around looking for everyone. I found this price gun, and then I found you guys. Don't move, or I'll make you four ninety nine. I'll just throw this thing at you. No! And we see in slow motion, Dr. Mario throws this price scanner that he found at this lawyer convention, uh, but just as it is about to slam, well, Mike right in the face and crack his skull first. <laughs> you see, you see uh, Doug dive down and pick up Mike's unconscious body just so he can <laughs> throw him in front of Sonia Sotomayor. But just as it's about to crack Mike's skull open from the front, uh, a football comes into frame and knocks it out of the way. And Dr. Mario reacts to that. What the fuck? The camera turns down the hallway. We see Brutus and the entire 2003 Limbrook High fighting Raymond's uh, football team have reunited. They're in terrible shape. Uh, (laughs) But they have thrown a football and are staring down Dr. Mario. Hey, Dr. Mario. (laughs) Looks like it's the hikes of March for you. And he tosses a football. Slow motion. We see there's a a perpendicular hallway that is uh, meeting the path of this hallway where we see a older Zapruder filming this on his Motorola Razor, the new version. Football slow-mo through midair gets Dr. Mario right in the temple and blows his head off. Oh, great. It's good. Oh, man. Oh, you're Brutus. You played for the Limbrook Ravens back in the day, right? I used to be a big fan of Long Island High School football. (laughs) Yeah, et me, Brutus. Uh, I see my reputation. You must have read my Sports Illustrated article a couple of years ago. Yeah, I went pro. Yeah, it was in the it was in the swimsuit edition, right? Yeah. Well, the body. I, it was in <laughs> the body issue. I was the I'm first sorry. person to be in both. Oh, uh, you know, I I remember that because I I was very interested in finding out about Lisa Leslie's workout routine, and I was greatly disappointed at the objectification happening in the article. And then I got to you. At me, Brutus, uh, and your and your story of your two thousand yard drive. I was I was very impressed at that. Can you? And I know this because I play football. Does that mean I ran for two thousand yards straight? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. If I remember correctly, you were so excited you ran from one end like of the football field Gump, to the other, and, I ran and then back the again, stuff. and then back again. 20 times or 10 times technically because it's 100 yeah. yards each way and uh yeah i, was I had just impressed. seen i had just seen forrest gump late so i was i thought it would be so funny to keep running out of the stadium <laughs> and i just i went too far but you know hey i got the heisman for it so sorry yeah, the that's helmets correct. 
That's correct. It was so impressive that they said no college player has has lived up to this feat. We're going to forego the Heisman Trophy to a high, to a college person, and we're going to give it to this high school junior instead. Yeah, well, super junior at that point. Uh, yeah. I got held back for killing a man. Yeah, that's fair game too. Oh, By the hey, way, Doug, I re- you're on work release too. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, uh, it's a living, right? Uh, oh, good sweet. To see. A lot of murderers here. Doing? I'm Sonia Sotomayor. You can do crimes forever now, Woo-hoo! Brutus. Above the law. Hey, can I get some for my buddies? They uh, knocked over a convenience store a couple weeks back. Sure. Why the fuck not? Here they all go. Yeah. All the I like crime. Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. Well, that sucked. Uh, that got yeah, that, crazy. The event kind of fell apart, but, um, you know... I mean, I I got above the law. Did you guys get above the law? No, but I I I talked to a doc, one of the doctors, about giving Mike a C-section. Oh, that's yeah. He said no C-section. You're just gonna have the largest kidney stone to ever exist. You're gonna have a have a good time passing that. It's gonna come out the front. uh, No, no, the bowling ball because it was coated in so much metal. I see some kind something about the equilibrium. It got into the kidney, and uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think you're gonna be doing a permanent split after that one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hope you don't get split. Am I right? Split. The mayor made that joke already. And that's why I'm the mayor and not getting impeached. Thank you guys for passing Uh, me. Adam, I'm giving you a one out of five for that one. Oh, fuck. It's my turn? It's your turn. Yeah. Well, all right. Mike, do you want to be above the law? No, I should go talk to Sonia because I feel like I earned it with all of the things that, with all of the bodily harm that I took in that thing. It's just one harm to the body. I was punched three times and then used as a battering ram. Okay, three bodily harms. But by someone who is above the law, so you can't do anything about it. That's true. That's correct. By the way, I did get... I don't know if you guys are interested in this, but we could offer a tax break to Sonia Sotomayor to film her movie Above the Law here. A judge whose ruling is overturned by the Court of Appeals decides to take the law into her own hands and goes around killing criminals with a gavel. And this is a good idea. That's a great idea. You know what we're going to do with our share of the revenue, though? Bigger sauna. You know, honestly, Alex, I've really come around to the sauna idea. It's very nice. Uh, Just don't record in there, though, because I tried that earlier. By the way, I ordered us some new microphones. Oh, these are... These have sweat. I would say that about these. I, I would describe these as having sweat. All right. So we should get to the to the barometer. Let's see what we can do here. Yeah. Um, well, hold on. A, a couple of uh, quickly, uh, before we get to the barometer, anything else that you wanted to bring up in the episode? I mean, we heard from some great townsfolk today. Um, I just wanted to mention the English muffin d- debate. Oh, we didn't even I get to that. That's right. Yeah. I loved the, um, first of all, I, the English muffin packaging has not changed in 30 years. <laughs> yeah. I have a thing of English muffins in too. my mm-hmm. pantry that looks exactly like that. I love the line of Marie threateningly, uh, or sorry, Frank being like, you kill the crannies, you smush them into the nooks, <laughs> referring to the English muffins. And then Marie being like, I'll smush you into a nook. I like that. The, um, the Later on when... <laughs> um, 
Oh, damn, I, I forgot to write, write it down, but what was the line? Frank said, I'm not eating it. And she said, you're eating the, eat the damn muffin. Just the, mm-hmm. the cadence and the seriousness <laughs> of eat the damn muffin shook me and <laughs> made me laugh. I, yeah, I love that. <laughs> she was done. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote down, this is a bullet point that I wrote down. The muffin represents control. Trying to psychoanalyze it a little bit. And it's like, Frank wants the muffin his way, and he doesn't want to be told to eat the muffin. Marie wants to make sure that Frank eats the... Like, it's all very specific. It's about how they conduct their lives. Like, if we're gonna, like, look into the symbolism of the muffin, which we don't have to, but I just think it's an interesting... This is an interesting illustration of their dynamic. That would be um, a big is. conversation in their in their couples counseling which they will never receive yeah <laughs> um what what is a blue medium toothbrush and why do they have so many of them uh, uh because, I have to assume because marie, ray gets everything he wants all the time and he likes blue yeah. toothbrushes and of a marie medium size because his, his mouth isn't huge he's got a medium I think mouth it, that refers to the firmness of the bristles no oh. you have soft medium hard i was imagining a massive toothbrush for a massive mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can imagine her buying these in bulk once she finds out that Ray has this specific preference. I liked Robert, though, being like, the blue toothbrushes are mine. Clearly, he knows that Ray likes them, prefers the blue toothbrushes. He's trying to exercise some domain over it. Um, very funny. And then just him gloating over Andy getting published. Very funny as well. Um, also, the continuity, Robert is still moved out. He's just back doing laundry. I did notice um, that, and I appreciated it very very much yeah um did i have anything else to point out no i i think we covered everything that i had i'm so glad we got a chance to talk with uh private john investigator about the newspaper i think that's the most important thing about this episode is placing it in the exact date and time that it took place mm-hmm. and just again to emphasize as far as we can tell this episode about this very specific, uh, mostly internal conflict that Ray is having is taking place over the course of four and a half months. <laughs> so this is really getting to Ray. Like it can't very be true. emphasized enough. Um, anything else that you guys want to point out before we turn our attention? I think everything I have left to say uh, should be said in the barometer. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, uh, oh shit! Oh, Sh- I got it. Is that what's her name? Sharon or Sandy? Sharon. Sharon. I think. It, oh wait, no, shit! No, it's... Sharon's back. She molted in the Is sauna it... again, Mike. I, I got it. I got it. I also got to go past the past the bowling ball anyway. All right, bye. Pass. Okay, Mike Sandy, is going to go. Sandy. Fire our receptionist. Um, there's a there's a knock at the door, Adam. Oh, who is your honor? Hey. It's me. I heard we were talking Raymond. Yeah. You're a fan of Raymond? Uh, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor is a fan of Everybody Loves Raymond. Based on our previous guests, it's actually pretty easy to not be a fan of Raymond. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. But I also will say that I am actively trying to make your forced live stream of Everybody Loves Raymond a national effort. So I am <gasps> big in favor of Raymond here tonight. Yay! That seems sort of outside the scope of your usual responsibilities. No, shut up, Adam. This is cool. Yay! Yeah. All wow. right. So you know, what are we discussing? Sonia, Sonia, just to point out, you 
exactly one month and two days before this, you were appointed as a ju- before this episode aired November 9th, 1998, you were appointed as a judge of the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. I remember. Did you see this in real time? Did did like Raymond help you with that professional transition sort of unwind at the end of the day? I have regrettably never met Ray Romano. However, I meant the show. Oh, well, yeah, we did have a watch party to celebrate my 33rd day as a judge. So it was, it was a very notable moment. Hey, that's a month. That that's a month and two days. That's correct. Um, did you have you ever uh, presented an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond in court? As, I I know this is not your thing now that you're a judge, but as a lawyer, did you ever present an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond in court as I've evidence? Done, I I have. First of all, absolutely. I I I got objected to many many times, but now I'm a judge and nobody can object to me. So when I'm sentencing people, I typically reference episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond to get back at them. I will tell them this reminds me of the episode <laughs> Not where cool for a judge to want to get back at people. I mean, sorry, you know, you know more than Excuse me, but I think you. you're supposed I'll, to be impartial. I'll take. I'll take away your above the law status. Get out no, of here. Oh, come on. I just, I didn't even do anything Yeah, yet. he didn't you're, even be illegal you're being yet. Annoying. You're being annoying. All right, sorry. Adam, there's so, so much you could have uh, done. Sorry, during sentencing. I, was, I had so many papers for you to during sign. During sentencing, I'll say, this, this reminds me of the frog lady. Sometimes there are just things you just don't do. <laughs> one of them is eat, fr- eat flies. Another one of them is... And then I'll check the thing. If it's like attempted murder or something, I'll say another one is attempted murder. You're going away for life. And then and then the whole courtroom cheers. It's great. I like that spin. That, and I have seen like video of you adjudicating and you do use a big spoon and fork to gavel sometimes. That's correct. I always have them in the background if I'm not actually using them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wow, an honor, no pun intended, but also intended. Oh, you. Do you get that a lot? Do people say it's an honor to have you here and then sort of like look at, I assume there's a camera in the room, look at the camera and be like, wink? It's actually <laughs> specifically not allowed for you to bring cameras oh. into a room. That's why there are courtroom draw yeah, artists. That's, yeah, yeah, illustrators. That is true. It's like the last thing they get to do. And they never get my nose right. But that's a different thing. But yeah, I, occasionally people make jokes. Uh, they don't get your nose right? I'm sorry. No, no it sucks. Uh, well, anyway, let's, let's talk yeah. right. Let's talk Glad right. to hear you're a fan. So we're going to turn our attention now to the classic barometer, uh, which is the scale on which we rate Ray's performance as a husband, son, brother, um, writer, editor. On a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the great dads of television history, your Danny Tanner, uh, Uncle Phil, Carl Winslow. And one being the bad men of TV, Walter White, Don Draper, men who actively harm their families. Uh, so, Your Honor, I will offer you the opportunity to go first out of respect, but uh, you can also I'll, I'll hear... Wait, I'll wait till the end. I'll see what everybody else is doing here. Okay. I, 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 I only sometimes listen to your podcast. I'm sorry. I'm a busy woman. I'm surprised and honored that you listen to it at all. Do you ever you know, share it to the other justices. Is it pretty much an ideological divide? Like the uh, the super majority will hear some of our earlier episodes and leave a very uh, unhappy review and then the rest of you kind of stay with it and see the point? Well, actually, I will say people people are, are a little bit uh, across the aisle with, with that. Some people are too serious. Other people aren't serious enough. Um, but I will say... 
Roberts loves it. Roberts loves Roberts, it. Roberts Roberts is a big fan. Roberts is a big fan. Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, yeah. Should we, Sonia, I mean, sorry, Your Honor, should we make a t-shirt that says John Roberts Barone? <laughs> uh, I, you know what? Screw it. That'd make a great Christmas The real gift. question is it. like, who in the world, aside from Sonia, would buy that? Who would buy a t-shirt that says, I'm a grandson with our logo on it, but that doesn't stop it from being Is that in the, in the shop yet? Because I want yeah. one. Oh, no way. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, all right. So you will hear our opinions and then uh, adjudicate on how you think Ray did. Um, for me, I, I feel like I've said already, I was not impressed by Ray in this episode I found him to be incredibly self-centered which is the theme of the episode obviously and also just you know not listening to Deborah not his reaction to Andy really bothered me because he he sees it both as you know I'm in a position of status here I'm the good writer and he only wants to be a writer but in addition to sort of taking that satisfaction from it, he's almost like disgusted at the way that Andy's responding to his criticism, which Andy's a, one of his good friends. And the way that he talks about to Deborah, the way that he talks about seeing, making Andy cry, uh, it, it really kind of bothered me. His whole sort of like, he, he, he doesn't sympathize generally with people who are in pain. Um, I hope Deborah was being uh, facetious or, or hyperbolic when she said that he said it's much harder to watch the person in pain to her when she was in labor. But also, I could believe that absolutely happening. Uh, I just thought he was a real asshole in this and self-centered, a, truly a pig for attention. And you know what? I To like distill it, he was like, writing sports articles is mine. I don't want anyone else to do it. I'm going to give him a 2.5. Wow. That might be one of the lowest scores we've seen on this entire show. Alex. I was going to go low. I don't know if I was going to go that low, but he does suck. Uh, First, credit where credit's due. Uh, Ray, despite all the bitching and moaning, does agree to help Andy, even though he knows what will become of it. And it seems that he gives him some really good, real advice, considering the end of the episode where Andy tells Ray, hey, they told me the, a lot of the same things you told me, which probably taught Andy a, a lesson at some point. Uh, so we could definitely tell Ray wasn't trying to sabotage him or anything. He was just trying to help his friend. And that's good. Um, but basically after that, yeah, Ray was just a huge kind of just egomaniac the entire time. Wanting a specific toothbrush, I think is kind of cute. Um, I thought that was kind of sweet that he wanted the blue one. Um, but it does mirror kind of his issue where it's like he really doesn't listen to other people, especially in this episode. He really only focuses on himself, his own problems. Even when recounting the story, he really focuses on how hard it was for him to have to deal with someone else's problem. Um, when in reality, he was just helping someone like he just comes off as very non-sympathetic um, mm-hmm. and non-empathetic at all. Uh, so aside from that one good thing, I think I'm happy. I'm comfortable giving him a, I'm going to three and a half. Okay. Three and a half. So your honor, 2.5, 3.5. Now that you see how it works, um, how is Ray coming in for you on this episode? Well, as 
because I am so accustomed to do, I am going to write the minority position. I am going Descent. to make a statement, a dissent here. I love Raymond, and he did nothing wrong. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. He helped his friend. He helped his friend. He <laughs> sat down and he made the article better. That doesn't happen. Then he went home and Deborah was just looking for a reason to, to be upset with him because she had a bad day at the dentist. And that sucks. But helping your friend who can't write sucks more. And Sports Illustrated doesn't know a good thing when it bites him in the ass. So I, they, they, they ruined Raymond's career. They ruined Andy's career by publishing him too early. And now he won't be able to write this. <laughs> and now he won't be able to write in that style ever again. And he's going to get screwed for it. He's going to get screwed for it. That is such an interesting yeah, And also, and another thing, Robert, Robert is a bad brother. I'm just going to say it. He should give his brother who doesn't live at home, who only comes over once in a while, he should give him the blue toothbrush. He deserves the blue toothbrush. What are you doing here after, after you, you know, you, you're coming up to do laundry and you're still bitching and moaning? Get out of here. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Race flawless. I'm giving him a 10. Oh, wow. wow, that's the first 10 in this podcast's history <laughs> of ev that's of true. rating, and it's so amazing that it was able to be given on such a deserving yeah, episode. You guys, are, you guys are too pessimistic. This is why Alito doesn't want to listen to it, all right? <laughs> this is why Alito hates you guys. Yeah, just, I've read Alito's review. I've read Thomas's review. They're, they're not fans. No, they're not. They hate it. They hate it. I just uh, you know sometimes I find myself unable to blame him. You ever think that Ray has it too hard? I think that's it. I don't think you guys. Are, I think you guys are too harsh on him. All right. Such a surprising take from Sonia. Yeah. Are you sure you're not Doctor Mario? No, we killed Doctor Mario. He's that's dead. true. He was killed by a football. And then I and then I declared that the man that I that I killed him. Can do crime forever. <laughs> <laughs> you gave him above the law. Uh, God, if only Tom Brady had been there, he'd still be alive and could face justice. Yeah. He would have deflated that ball. He would have deflated um, the ball. What's the average? I know that you do a little math on the side. What's the average? <laughs> what a yeah, stupid you know me. I'm the, uh, I'm the Supreme Court's tip <laughs> calculator, too. Uh, I'm the guy. I'm the person. That, I'm the one that... Uh, that, that calculates everybody's tip, and it's great because sometimes they, uh, you know. <laughs> Do you? I gotta ask, and I know we gotta get out of here. I gotta ask, when all nine of you go out to dinner together, where do you go? Oh man, that's a that's a great one. Um, there are a lot of lawyer bars that are out there. It's great. Um, one of them is called the Bench. The other is mm -hmm. just called the Bar. It's fun because you gotta pass. That's the, good. You gotta pass the bar that's to get good. to the court. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, of course, of course. So, what is the average of two point five plus three point five plus ten divided by? Too high. Uh, that's that for damn sure. Five, five point three. That comes out to five point three. Five point three. Is that, 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 that feels that a little high to that. me. Um, but I can't argue. You are the. You know, you are the highest this is the, court in the this land. Is, this we is the to, first yeah, one that makes me feel happy, unhappy. Your ruling is final. Yeah, but yeah, I, that doesn't seem exactly right to me. But, you know, grand scheme of things, maybe maybe it is a 5.3. Who am I to argue? Um, 
Well, Your Honor, thank you so much for coming in and doing this. Is there anything we can do for you um, now that you're here? Oh, actually, you know what? Can I get your your sign off on this? This is yeah. a performance review that Mike and I were doing for you know Mike. Yeah, uh, we're doing for he's the, he's the Alex one with the here. Ball, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully in the next 20, 30 minutes, not anymore. But uh, this is a performance review that we were doing for the mayor over here. For Hello. Alex. Um, do you mind notarizing this for Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Ten. That's not, okay. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you. I'm not going to correct you on Adam, what Adam, just, just get a picture of her with the document. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't yeah. you mansplain okay. to me. No, that, let me get my. That's not how this works. Uh, can we get the uh, the mayoral photographer? Oh, Z- Mr. Zapruder, come on in. Uh, just a picture of me, Sonia Sotomayor, holding this legal pad together. And perfect. Okay. Um, Check out our Instagram. It's truly been. Yeah, you got it. I follow you guys already at Barone.Zone now, right? Because the other one got... got that's, By the way, when, that's you post, right. when you post that picture, you'll notice I'm giving you bunny ears in the background. I thought that was uh, cool. Yeah, yeah classic you are famously the fun justice yeah no kidding i'll tell you what though uh jackson's coming for that slot but she's not there yet i'm the i'm the i'm, the, I'm still the goofball does she listen Kat- katanji yeah she's good okay yeah. good 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 all the good ones listen um uh is there anything else we can do for you though i mean Actually, I, I don't yeah, want to take up any um, more yeah uh you know my house is is pretty lonely i would really like a pet do you guys have oh. like a shelter or something that i could that i could yes out front talk to our receptionist well yeah i mean we don't have a shelter but i definitely think you could find someone doing up down there i hope you like reptiles oh man we had a komodo dragon for years this, this you and the other eight supreme court justices yeah, we split it. <laughs> you shared a yeah, komodo shared dragon it. yeah i would love to know more about that but we don't have time please leave <laughs> sure all right, come on. Oh, that must be, you must be Sandy. Come on, let's go. Oh, it's perfect. Sonia, meet Sandy. Yeah, there we go. That's it. Uh, Okay, perfect. Peace out. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Uh, where the hell's uh, Mike? I don't know. He. I think he's in the <gasps> sauna. Hi, I made it. That hey. was the most painful 20 minutes of my life. You're telling me I had to sit here and listen to Sonia Sotomayor give the first 10 on this show to the most well, undeserving thing of, I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, she really rocked the barometer. Can't think of a more deserving person to get to give it out. While you were passing that bowling ball in the sauna, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor came in here and gave Ray Romano a 10 on our arbitrary scale of his performance in this episode. Brand new sentence. It kind of hurts. <laughs> Um, well, I think that's it then. Is there anything else you want to address before we do the spiel and get no, on out of here? No, thank yous and love yous. Nope. I think, yeah, thank, thank you guys so much yous. for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. We got to counteract Alito. Leave yeah. us a five-star. Buy, uh, yeah. buy the Barona Zonas and we'll say your name on the show. Yeah, go to postfund.org slash donate, one-time donation, or more if you want. Who cares? Uh, and you get lifetime access to a monthly bonus episode. We just did uh, Ray Ray Don't Tell Me. We talked about Ray's appearance on the NPR panel show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And we're going to be doing something else for August. We haven't decided yet. But uh, that is a lot of fun over there. There's scruples. There's other stuff. Uh, check it out and check us out at barone.zone on Instagram and threads. And... Uh, 
Barone Zone on Facebook, Raymond at PostFun.org, and uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much. And I think the only thing left is our classic sign-off. Everybody loves Raymond, and we we love love you. you. Kissy kissy. Okay.